0: The entire team at the Emsolation podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians and cultures of the lands and seas on which we live and work. We pay our respects to all First Nations peoples, elders and ancestors. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and stand in solidarity towards a shared future. I personally want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I record this podcast every week, the Wurundjeri people. I recognise their continued connection to the land and waters of this beautiful place I call home. Always was, always will be.
1: This is the m Summer Series. Well,
0: look, if you ever need a leopard print wiggle, I am your at man. your service. <laughs> Anytime. it would be great, mate.
1: With Anthony Field.
2: Um, this is like a therapy session, by the
1: way. <laughs> I love
0: it. It's my favourite one. M.
1: Rossiano with Anthony Field. For the Emsylation Summer Series.
0: Hello and welcome to the first edition of the Emsalation in Conversation Summer Series. And doesn't that just roll off the tongue? My name is M. Rassiano, and I'm about to bring you an interview that I did with the blue wiggle Anthony Field. Anthony Field is someone who has been in my life for the last 18 years. The wiggles have been around for I think about 87. So. Obviously, I have an 18-year gap between my firstborn and thirdborn. So I have been through all the phases with the Wiggles, come in and out, but they've always been there. And I think my most favourite thing about today was I was able to thank Anthony. And you'll hear it. The most sincere thank you you can only give to a children's entertainer who has allowed you to wee solo a few times to get some emails done. You know, it was... And I know he hears it from so many parents, but I just needed to do it as well. I needed to do that. So over the next four weeks, you're going to be hearing from people that I have labelled big feeling light seekers. And it's an eclectic bunch, I have to say. It's It's a bunch of people that I know have been to the absolute outer rims of mental health and to the depths of despair and have clawed their way back with stories to tell and lessons they've learned and... They're just people who make my life better in every way. So Anthony Field is obviously the first you're going to hear. Next week you're going to hear from Melissa Leung from MasterChef. You're also going to be getting a bonus episode with one Stephen Peacock. Yes, sirree, Bob. Five bedrooms, home and away, the newsreader. Michael Lucas has done a solo interview with Stephen Peacock. I wasn't allowed in. I was uh, banished from this. Michael's like, hop, 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 I'll do it. (laughs) So on Tuesday, strap in. Strap in for a very special extra chat that I'm not involved in. You will not hear my voice. That could be heaven for a lot of you on Tuesday. So you're getting two episodes next week because we love you and we want to take care of you and we know that this is a nice, relaxing time slash could be very stressful and wanted to give you a bit of an escape. The Anthony Field chat, though, that you're about to hear, the Blue Wiggle, I, I'm i just, I see him. And Anthony, if you're listening, and I think you might be, you are such an impressive human, just an incredible human who is really hard on himself. And you're going to hear in this interview how hard he is on himself and You can just tell that he's someone who's been very broken at times but has found somehow a way to cobble himself back together and, you know, that saying where there's cracks in something beautiful, it allows the light in and the light to shine through. And I think he does let that. I think even though Anthony feels as though he's full of cracks and I'm not speaking out of turn saying that, I think he's found a way to let the light shine through those cracks and that is in the way of performing for kids. So I hope you enjoy this. I'm getting a bit cheery talking about it. It's just It was just one of the most glorious experiences of my life. I have to say, I, I don't know how it's going to listen. I haven't listened to it back because I was afraid it would lose its magic. So I'm not going to listen to it because I enjoyed the interview so much <laughs> and I'm worried that if I listen back to it, some of the experience will, like the sheen will come off it. It just sits in this place in my mind of just the perfect experience. I hope you get something from it. I hope it gives you a new appreciation of this wonderful man and what he does And Anthony, I want to thank you for your time. You were very generous. The sound's a bit dodgy because he just had his mobile phone and I didn't want to make him go find a microphone or a quiet space. So the sound isn't perfect, but you'll get the idea. Please enjoy this. And um, don't forget on Tuesday, you're going to be getting Stephen Peacock. And then on Thursday after that, you're going to be getting a Melissa Leung from MasterChef. Okay. Enjoy our first emsalation conversation with the Blue Wiggle. Anthony Field
1: You're listening to the Emulsion Summer series.
0: Anthony Field the Blue Wiggle, welcome to the Emulsion Summer series. I'm most nervous about interviewing you. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You're a pretty big deal in my house, mate. Oh,
2: that's good. That's, that's, um, yeah, but it's funny, isn't it? When you when your children are, are loving a show, um, and I had experience with my own children. Uh, there was this Scottish show called Bella Morey, mm. and um, my daughter Lucia loved mm. Miss Hooley, who was the star. And um, fast forward like 10, 12 years later, we were touring Scotland, and I've, I, I actually met Miss Hooley oh. and I rang Lucy <laughs> and she was as, exactly like she was when she was four. So I do <laughs> I do get it. With, with your children, if, if they love something, you, you're, you're in there as well.
0: Well, yeah, you are my, well, I have three children. Marcella is 20, Odette is 14 and Elio is two. So I've wow. had you over 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm, mm wow. it is. I know. So when I say I'm starstruck and honoured and.
2: Oh, same back at you. <laughs> no, but, no, but, no. But, Do you know um, Captain Feathers or Paul Paddock? Yeah. He had like 15 years between and I said to him, did you forget everything? He said, I forgot everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> do, you, do you forget that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I do. And because I guess it was my first boy as well. I'd had these two glorious women. And then at 40, my husband and I um, decided, oh, we'll have one more. And um, yeah, it was, it was a shock, but you were a constant, like you hadn't changed. You still had that. You just, I can tell you love what you do. And I love what I do. And I'm drawn to passion in people. I'm, I don't have heroes. I'm, I'm more drawn to passionate people. And they they could be passionate about tomatoes and I will be on board with them.
2: Yeah,
0: And I've watched you my whole, like for the last 18 years and you just fucking glow from the inside, man, when you do it. And so I don't know, I'm just grateful. And I know you have parents say this to you all the time, but I had postnatal depression with my second child and I just knew I could put her in front of you while I was,
1: Wow, trying yeah. to
0: figure out what was going on, and you yeah. held the space for me. And that's like I get emotional talking about the wiggles, and that's why, when if anyone ever comes for you on the rare occasions, I will be your fiercest <laughs> protectors. Because, Anthony, oh, you mate, that's
2: <gasps> great. Oh, I, yeah, that's, well, believe it or not, I was the same when we had our children as little children. I'd come home off a tour, and uh, and They'd be watching the wiggles as so though I wasn't really a part of them. And um <laughs> and I went sweating and, and I said this without irony. And I said to Murray and Greg and Jeff, I said, guys, thank you. <laughs> I was a, I was a parent. I said, I yeah. made what what my kids? So I, I understood and I went and took my children to uh play school. Yeah. Um oh. and they they, mm. they slept. It was in the opera house, but I loved
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I grew up on play school, John. And Benita were my two favourite and watching the way, I don't know if you remember John, but he was bonkers. Like the cigarettes fell out of his pocket one time and he had hide the sausage jokes that were obviously going over my head, but I look back now and think he was a comedy genius.
2: He was, he is, It's your
0: Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, no, he's still alive, obviously. But no, a lot of parents, like mostly parents listen to me and us and you were the number one, well, anyone from the Wiggles, but I specifically wanted you because you're a big part of my parenting journey. And I know that that's that's, is that odd for you that that gets said to you so often? It must be a strange thing.
2: Uh, yeah, I never take it for granted, and I never. A lot of kids come up to us who are adults now, and they say, "Oh, oh of course, you were such a part my of ch- our." Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's why when we do the OGs, original Wiggles uh reunion concerts, they, they're absolutely crazy because people are reliving really there. The, but the mums come too, mums or dads oh, come.
0: Can you see my t-shirt? Like I don't know.
2: Can if you we, can... yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Of course we come. So, yeah. So then, I mean you just? You just go, this is great, you know, like wow, yeah. it's fantastic and that it's you know still
0: around what a thing you've made like what a legacy like and i know i'm the, everyone i'm interviewing in, during this series i'm calling you like big feeling light seekers so i can tell i don't know when i see you and now i've read about you and i and my instincts were right you feel life pretty hard like it's the nerve endings are on the outside of your skin and that's how i've Grown up, and that's how I am. And yeah, yeah, and I'm, usually people like us end up having mental battles.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's true. And 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 sometimes I don't know if it's in your case, but in my case. You put so much into something and, and you get disappointed by people then when they don't. Oh, that's all part of life learning about.
0: No, but it hurts. Like
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> everything
0: hurts. And because people like us put a 1,000% in and it's like it, it becomes our very like existence and then when you don't get the same back and I, that's what I work on in therapy is not expecting back what I put in because it's an unrealistic yeah. standard for nine out of ten people, Anthony, let's be honest. We're like lunatics about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How have you managed to get better with disappointment? Because I'm still at 42. I get that initial hit of disappointment in something or someone. And then it's very hard not to sink into the depths of despair and into a death roll with like a crocodile of emotions at the bottom of yeah. the river. Like, yep.
2: Yep. How,
0: are you better at stopping well, the death roll?
2: Well, I'm a lot older. And and what I mean by that is this experience. And yeah. I, I, a couple of years ago, I went so bad because, you know, people in all businesses, um, yeah. you know, some people say things about you or do things and mm. I couldn't cope with it because I was always felt I was just up front. But mm. I had this really great counsellor. I've been going to different counsellors, but this, my actually GP is a really good counsellor and he sat down and he said to me, you expect everyone to get you. And he said only two or three people are really going to get you. And mm. as soon as you throw out that expectation you going to be a lot better off. And, and it was really great. I actually started going, okay, I'll just withdraw. I don't have to be loved by everyone. Oh. I don't have to get that approval from everyone. Yes. And that was good. But on the other side too with me is that I do have a chemical thing going on because at the start of the year I went and saw... You know, you know, they give you the test if you're clinically depressed, and I, you they give you this test. But yes, I've done. done it. Yep. Yeah. And and every time I do it, I go, Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. He goes, No, you're not. You've aced um, the test, Anthony.
0: You've aced the test. You are clinically depressed.
2: Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. I just didn't pass it. And I thought I would. But anyway, he, he put me back on Zoloft. Great. Right. And I've noticed, and I saw him, saw him last week. I said to him, It's, it's actually helped me. I've, I've, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and he said, this is something you're going to have to be thinking about for a long time. Of course. Uh, I mean, I yeah. was on it for ages and then I yeah. got off. it, But mm. I took myself off it mm. and that was that was dangerous. City.
0: <laughs> that often happens. Because with the,
2: the lockdown, I was, you know. Yeah. So anyway, when we were touring in a bus right around America, I would occasionally say to everyone, quick, right up the back of the bus, he's not going to make this corner. He's not going to make it quick. Or, okay, a, a wave's coming at the beach. We're going to get all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing, man. Yeah. You're such an advocate for mental health within men and you recently did a promo with two people I love dearly, uh, Lyndon Collins-Watts and Sam Mack, both really good mates of mine. You've been to some real hellish places with your mental health. I know that. I, i watched all your videos and stories and I saw you speak beautifully about your dad and the life lesson he taught you. Do you want to tell everyone that one life lesson that you took away from your dad?
2: Dad basically said... His life lesson was: don't be hard on yourself. Mm. And, uh, it's, it's, it's hard when you, you mm. know, when your brain's keeping going like yeah. this. tough. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So
0: is that why when, you do it though? Like, do you want other men to not feel as low as you did? Like, because you know it, you know you've touched that. If I can prevent one person from feeling like I did, then that's why I do it. Is that why? Well,
2: you know, it's it's funny because. Years ago, my brother encouraged me to talk about it. I was only talking to Murray two days ago about when we were touring England. He said, because no one ever spoke about mental health, this mm. is in the early 90s, and he said, you would go into a room and you are crying after a show. And I just said, what's wrong with this guy? Like they'd say, the guys would talk yeah or everyone's having a good time and I'm just in this little corner oh
0: I'm the same after shows Anthony I'm the same yeah yeah, Yeah, right right. too much
2: yeah so if we all talk about it now then you can actually recognize okay Mm. maybe you know maybe someone could go up to me and say maybe you should see somebody about this or you know can we talk about it but I sometimes get asked to do talk about mental health and I can't because I actually feel like I'm not an expert I'm just coping with it myself like I can't go and talk you know seminar or something like oh, I, I don't know stuff.
0: you know how much I, powerful that would be you are an expert because you live it and you survive it and you pretty I mean you do a pretty fucking good job of being successful with it and I would much rather watch you talk than an expert like, okay yeah but
2: yeah okay I just I just thought to myself I haven't solve the answers because it's still
0: here. (laughs) No, but you're you're doing it. You know what I mean? You're going about the business of living a really big life. Yeah. Even though you've got this battle that goes on every day, you're still doing it. And I think you're leading by example. And I think that's the most powerful thing for humans is to see someone they know and love and respect and recognise walking the talk, which you are. I I would love to see you talk about mental health.
2: Oh, well, yeah, I I just uh, I'm Until this moment, I haven't thought about it because I thought, they think I've got the answers, but I'm still, no. I'm still there. Man.
0: No, no one wants the answers. They just no, want to no. know it's
2: possible. How do you, cope? How do you yeah. live?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's funny, the job that I do, which is... Um, the wiggle. Yeah, it's, it's such a great world away from all that. And yes. That's why I love it. It's, yes. That's why music, our audience, the, the shows... Travelling around, although sometimes I get a bit bad. I can't around,
0: tour. I don't like touring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that just, yeah. I just
2: pull it's back. the worst, yeah.
0: But, but no, 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 I get it. It's fine. Yeah, when you're yeah. on stage and in the moment, it's great, but then yeah. it's the hotel rooms by yourself, the airports, the checking in and out, the loneliness, the missing your family. You Like, yeah, I like on stage, but everything yeah. else. <sighs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hear you. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting you say that. Like, I feel the same way when I'm, Within music and doing music, or when I'm performing, it's the only time I'm not in my head. I'm just present. I think I would love to do. I mean, I swear too much, and I'm a, you know, I'm a fairly abrasive comedian. But I would love to do children's entertainment for the same. I mean, I dress like a children's entertainer on stage, but yeah, yeah. I imagine it would be a wonderful escape from your head.
2: The great thing about uh, preschool teaching and about uh, early childhood music and early childhood, there's no sarcasm. It's just straight honesty, and yeah, and it's a nice world, and it's like totally different to the world that may have in your head oh, you know. when you go when you go home and you yeah three o'clock in the morning and you're not sleeping. <laughs> what the hell? <sighs> so that's why I'm very lucky to and just yourself, you're lucky to to get out and sing. You sing, and which is fantastic, you know. So yeah,
0: mm, I do. It's my. Total escape singing is that, like, I had to become, and I think you're a bit similar, I really wanted to be a famous musician, but that's very hard in this country, so I kind of became a stand-up comedian to trick people into coming to see me make music.
2: Yeah, there you
0: go. I mean, I can tell how much you love it, and you were very successful, though, with Cockroaches first, but I can see you with the music. and Even watching your Instagram videos, music for you is oh, okay. yeah, yeah. therapy, yeah.
2: I just play for hours. I love, I it. love I it. it. I can't see for nuts. I've got my esophagitis. I, I've got no inner hearing, so I can't even hear my voice being in, in tune. But I, out the hearing, I can hear my music and I love music. I love putting it together. I love playing it, but I love listening to singers. But singing's not my thing.
0: <laughs> I love that the lead singer of the Wiggles is like, singing. No, not I'm not really the lead
2: singer. I've never been. I just sit back.
0: Lockie. Lockie's the lead singer, we should say.
1: M Rossiano with Anthony Field for the M Salation Summer Series.
0: So you're making the Christmas special as we speak and we're we getting ready for Carols in the Domain, is that
2: correct? We, we are. We've got, um, okay, so at Carols in the Domain, we've got uh, Emma's going to be at her last. Um, oh, Carols. one
0: of my favourite humans. Yeah. I'm, Emma, yes.
2: Oh, look, I'd say the last Carol, but... He, you know, you never say never. Nah, but yeah, And so hi, it's her first. Oh, crap! Uh, so Everett and Sahai are going to come out. And then all the other fruit salad wiggles are there.
0: Well, that is quite
2: exciting. So, so Greg's going to be there. And, you know, Greg had a, <gasps> Greg had a I big... I know. Uh,
0: How's his health?
2: Yeah, it's really good. He's turned his life around to be all about, what do they call those things that... What? What's defibrillators?
0: Oh, defibrillators! Yes, yeah, of course, because that's that what helped life. him at the gig.
2: Yeah, that saved his life. So, so, and, and even at the Castle Hill RSL where it happened, mm. um, there's three floors. The only defibrillator they had was in the bottom floor. Now we were on the third floor, and somebody the other day told me that their daughter, and somebody famous, ran down to the f- and found that defibrillator, ran up. And timed it was took her two minutes to get up to the top. So I, I, somebody famous story. Oh daughter. my God. Yeah. That's um, amazing. Somebody, yeah. So so now cousin Little Aristotle have got them in every floor. And Greeks going around to shopping centres, clubs, trying to get people to get them in because they save lives. You know? so, oh yeah. my
0: God, you guys are just all saints. Jesus, you just make me feel terrible. Oh, I need to be doing all, more, man. more, more, more. Now <laughs> you are. You absolutely. I, no, I like off. you. I like you most because you're a vulnerable, flawed saint, which gives everyone hope. You don't ever pretend to be anything that you're not.
2: Well, thank you. But I remember my brother Paul was directing videos years ago, and I, my grandfather, used to have gold teeth, right? Yeah. And I love gold teeth, and I lost all my teeth. Um, with Lyme disease in the arm I, I got tick bite in the army. Yeah. I got Lyme disease. I lost all my teeth. So I've got those, you know, the, the titanium implants. Yeah. And first was just white and I was really bored and I got a gold tooth and then my brother, Paul, it, God bless him, he made me cover it up while we were filming because he said, you look like a gangster. But it overtook me and I got like gold <gasps>
0: My e- God, everywhere I always but, wondered about your teeth,
2: yeah, because I don't have any, but
0: they're, they're um, gold teeth, yeah, you a lot of such gold. a gangster,
2: yeah. It's but it's not really because no. I don't have teeth. <laughs> but, oh my God, oh, it's really my grandfather, uh, his influence, you know, in the old days, that had, <laughs> yes, and they weren't gangsters, but no, yeah. Oh, yeah. I
0: didn't know, I didn't know your gold went all the way up the side. Yeah,
2: the, I'm going to get, um. All the teeth are starting to crack. Now the ivory. So yeah. I'm going to get a lot more gold. Um, <laughs> but um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get more gold. It's just
0: Anthony's just going to come out with a grill. You've
2: got to be yourself, right? So I like I it. I love it. And, I'm the same.
0: Look at all my tattoos because I'm yeah. bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: These
0: are all boredom tattoos. Oh, they're everywhere.
2: Yes. Same. <laughs> but with the fruit salad wiggles, John came from um, the Justice Crew. Yes.
0: And, um, he loves the jewellery and the, the-, the bling.
2: And that's and I'm not gonna touch that. I no. that's that's him. So hi loves bling. Oh. She absolutely loves bling, and that's her. Yes. So so I think there's a, a lot of honesty mm-hmm. in in being yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then adults will see reflections of themselves, not just the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so with tats, tats in the old days were like oh, only army, only Prisoners, mm. you know mm. everyone. Mm. Yeah. And what are your tats?
0: I have an owl. I was always obsessed. I am obsessed with owls. Growing up, uh, an owl, like a barn owl, would perch on the clothesline out front of my window, and because I have such a fast mind, I was really drawn to how still they were. So I have I have a few owls on my body. What owl? Yeah, I love owls. And I've got my kids' names, which I've, I'm sure you have your kids' names. I mean, yeah, a the, given. Yeah, 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 yeah. My grandfathers, Luigi and Edward. Um, oh,
2: brilliant. Just
0: a bird, a skeleton key to remind me that I'm the driver of my emotions. I forget that all the time.
2: Wow. Uh, skulls.
0: I've got skulls. I've got a rose. I don't know. I just, I usually get them at a moment in time where I need to be grounded like I, I've noticed it's always when I feel like I'm untethered I've got to get a tattoo like it's like this dopamine yeah. you know that but yeah I mean I I love them I don't really see them like when people first meet me it's a bit like oh well, it's a bit unexpected but I don't know I've they're just part of me and part of my story they're not tough stickers or I don't know they're just I really love them I want to get more and cover myself in them I want to be an old lady covered in tattoos yeah well <laughs> so, done yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I mean, I what I what I see in you is, and same as me, a lifetime of feeling misunderstood by people. So, the need to be yourself is like I'm the same as you. Like it's too exhausting to pretend to be someone else because everything else is so tiring up here. That if yeah. you can find a job which you found and which I found that you are allowed to be yourself. I mean, you yeah. to an extent, obviously you're entertaining kids.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, there are some things. You about. can't get up and go, Oh guys, I'm feeling like shit today. So
2: Yeah, yeah. I can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But um yeah. I want you to know that you do give people like me permission to be me. And and just through what you do on a kid's show. So it really matters. And what you've done with fruit salad TV, and I know you cop shit about it, you're willing to evolve and grow as a person in your late fifties. Like it's a new conversation. It's learning about representation and not many straight white blokes are really into that conversation. So I hate when it's shut down and when people are trying to shut you down and you're like, no, we just, we want to do the best we can and this is how we're going to do it. Did you feel bruised at the time when you were getting attacked for all the, the Fruit Salad oh, TV stuff?
2: I, even when I put it together, look, I said to everybody at Wheels, you know, the old success has many fathers and failures is an orphan. I said, <laughs> well, I'm going to take Full responsibility for this, even amongst our, you know, some people in, in our mm. world here were really against changing. Mm. And um, but I just know we had to. I just wanted mm. to, and mm. um, uh, I wanted to be gender balanced. Yeah, uh, wanted to be diverse and yeah. And it's just been so great, and it's fun having that many people up on stage too. Yes, you know, yeah. so high it's just. She's unbelievable. You She's know,
0: unbelievable. So, yeah, yeah Hi, yeah, yes. But, and Evie and as Evie, well. Oh, Evie, the, new, Evie, the, the other blue wiggle.
2: Do you know how I met Evie? I, no. I was backstage. Jimmy Barnes asked me to play bagpipes at his, you know, his one-man show where he's yes. talking about it. Oh, um, so the moment. Yeah, well, there was three of us, uh, three guys I was in the army with and we came on and we piped. And after the show, I was backstage at the Opera House and I, I said, oh, we should get a photo because we're all dressed up. And... Edie walked by and I never met her in my life, didn't know who she was. She was in a tracksuit and I said, oh, excuse me, do you mind if I take a photo? <laughs> she took a photo. And, and I said, oh, what are you, what are you doing back here? Like I, as in, you know, what? how come you're in? She said, oh, I'm in Kapalia, uh, the Australian ballet, and I'm lost. And I went, oh, okay. So I said, oh, you go around that way, blah, 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 you know. And then she said, are you the wiggle guy? And I said, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, we'll get a photo with us. So she got a photo with us. And then we became mates on Instagram and she wrote to me. I said, oh, you know, one day I'd love love you to be part of the Wiggles. She said, oh, blue looks good on me. And she's not like that.
0: She's no, no, it's like, just funny. She doesn't yeah, put yeah. herself forward. Yeah.
2: and But I always remembered it. Uh-huh. And, you know, she's First Nation Australian. And yes. And, and her sister is her understudy. So Evie can't do carols this weekend, but her sister has come up. And her sister that. is just absolutely wonderful, just like Evie. Mm. She's Special. She's very special. So, yeah, it's been really good. That's
0: so great. See another person that you influenced coming up, and you've now cast her as your offsider.
2: But I reckon you can pick people like that and you yeah. go, You yep, knew. Yep, you knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. straight away.
0: Well, just, look, if you ever need a leopard print wiggle, I am your at man. your <laughs> service.
2: <laughs> anytime. That'd <laughs> be great, mate. You'd be brilliant.
0: I would love yeah. that. If at yeah. any time you so think, we- yeah.
2: What part of Italy are your people
0: from? Potenza, so where, where, yeah, um, where's that? Southern, so around the ankle of the boot. If we're thinking of Italy, yeah. right in the middle, Calabria. It's a very small province, right in the right in the middle of the country. So my dad came here. He landed in Fremantle in '54 with his mother, and he's yeah, and because he's my Nono had already come here six months earlier with his brothers to set up. Yep. Yeah, so I feel you're Italian.
2: No, I'm not. No, no. Well, um, okay, I'll get my DNA done. There's a crazy world. My uh, grandfather, his, his mother's name was Teresa Ceruti, I can't even say probably Ceruti, right? Yeah. And he, they came from, Carlo Chirruti, my great-great-grandfather, came from Milano, Milano. Yeah. They are. They brought them out to be stonemasons, but they were called Swiss Italians. Ah. Oh. So when I got my DNA done, it's it's Scandinavian and French. Mum's mum's the one that's got Italian, French. Dad's you know Irish, English. So yeah, no, I'm I'm a fruit salad. I really am.
0: You are but, Italian. You are well, at your core. Cool. You are.
2: Well, my <laughs> wife's Greek. Yeah. So, she was talking about uh last night about fun things and she uses the word which you know the wig word wog all the time mate yes all, all, the, time, all the
0: time i own it that is and like
2: everything yeah. has that in front
0: and, of yes and, and
2: you know when i grew up it was you ne- no one ever owned it it was such a was derogatory term
0: that's what i got called at school yeah
2: yeah but she was talking about the crystals glasses that that all the parents got and uh, her father is He's, he's a classic, real classic Greek man. The house has got, you know, the dining, special room.
0: Stunning, the, um, the formal dining. No one goes yeah, in the there, no one catches it. The good crystal's there. Don't you go in there? There's
2: a good crystal. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> love it. The good room. It.
0: It's the good room, only for guests. Yeah. And even then,
2: yeah. no yeah. family. <laughs> well, yeah, we had some great, anyways, some real great cultural moments. The wedding was like a big, oh my big fabulous Greek wedding. Yes. I'd never kissed so many people man in my life. It was I, I it was like, yeah. It was, you know, it was just it was but my mum, the way she brought us up was, you know, very if people came, she put food on their table. Yeah. You know, all that, totally gave us guilt trips all the time. <laughs> and, I mean, Italian, I mean, she was
0: Italian I mean, mother, I mean, I'm nice, hearing like, it. I
2: mean, nice. And you know, she had like six ten, kids.
0: She had six four, kids too, didn't se- she? Like two. Seven seven. 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 seven.
2: Yeah. Do you know what she said? Well, and I got a tattoo. This is this is classic mum. I bet
0: you i go. I bet you the same thing my dad said. Go.
2: She said nine months I grew that arm and you've ruined it. Now I I got my my nephews, my godson, Luke. Mm. I got him, <laughs> I bought him a tattoo for his birth for his eighteenth birthday, right? <laughs> you know what my mum said? What? You may as well have given him heroin.
0: <laughs> so she's not dramatic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. i love her so, yeah so my uh, godson luke he, when he goes to mum's place he wears jumpers she he is still terrified he's wow. in his suit now of showing you the tattoos and he's covered like, oh she's fantastic she's oh. 88 now and and love she's any yeah i love her too there's the, but Eddie tacked. She you know what she says to me about the Wiggles all the time, and I don't know where it's come from. What? She said, love, you've, you've stopped making good tunes. There's no melody anymore in the Wiggles. <laughs> and I, say What? Yeah, she's, look, now, giving her credit, she she was this master pianist. Oh, she
0: was, of course. She made it, you all learn instruments. Yes. Yeah,
2: yes. So, but you can't pinpoint which era. But she says, you've lost your melodies. And there's no way of answering it. Um, This is like a therapy session, by the way. (laughs) I love
0: it. My favourite one. I always end up in therapy sessions because I've picked my people. I don't know. I'm always seeking people that understand me as you are. And I just knew the people I picked get it.
2: <laughs> That's it.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love great. it. Well, I'm going to yeah. let you go because I know that you are furiously rehearsing. Anthony Field, thank you for all that you do. I, I see you. I understand the toll it takes, but I also understand the joy it brings you. And oh, it's that, great, yeah, it it's that balance. It's the balance, mate, I hope, isn't it?
2: I hope one time we can go out and have a, a coffee or something. Please. You know, or, you know, whatever. or
0: a beer yeah. or a wine or, a or both. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, the, the OG Tour. You know, the writer would usually be the same. Yeah. But there's a guy named Murray on the tour, so it's it's not gonna be just cordial. I know that.
0: I love (laughs) it. Murray's hardcore, guys. (laughs) Have a great day. Yeah. Thanks, Anthony. Bye.
2: God bless. You You
0: too. Bye.
1: This is Emsalation. Hello there. I'm not Em. I'm Benjamin Wosley. I'm the executive producer of M Salation with Em Rossiano and Em's asked me to jump in here and just wrap things up for her because, you know, she's busy. Of course, you've just enjoyed the first in the M Salation summer series with Anthony Field from The Wiggles and next week you'll get even more. On Tuesday, Michael Lucas returns and sits down with Stephen Peacock, uh, the actor that appears in his show's Five Bedrooms and, of course, The Newsreader. And then next Thursday, you'll also have more from Em as she sits down with Melissa Leong from MasterChef. The following week she'll have a conversation with Virginia Gay and then the week after that Jamila Rizvi. Of course, We need to remind you too that Spotify have uh, now given you the uh, ability to rate your favourite podcast. So if you feel so inclined, we would love it if you just went to Spotify, hit up M with M Rossiano, hit those three little buttons next to the bio and that should bring up a little rate this show and then you can hit that and mark five stars. If you don't want to do five stars, that's entirely up to you, but why would you even bother? If you're not going to give a five-star review, keep it to yourself. I'm sure that's what Em would say if she was given the opportunity. Probably no, she wouldn't. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the first in the Em Summer Series. You'll hear more from Michael Lucas and Em Rossiano in the coming weeks. In the meantime, though, enjoy. M. Salation with M. Rossiano is a Spotify exclusive podcast hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas executive produced by Benjamin Wosley, produced by M. Rossiano, edited by Ezekiel Fan at Entente Music with videos by Liam O'Brien, socials by Marcella Rossiano Barrow with assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watts, plus occasional technical wizardry, wine and coffee from M's dad Vince Get more M-Solation by following the M-Solation podcast on Instagram, where you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can join other M-Solators at the M-Solation group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. If you love what we do, share this podcast with a friend and make sure you're following us on the Spotify app. Thanks for taking time out to listen to this week's episode and we look forward to chatting with you again soon.